Jenna. And this is Heather. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. Today we are going to be talking and going over our Midway Part 2 episode. So just as a quick recap, in Part 1 we went over... We went over the office haunting. We discussed the boiler room. The quack room with the creepy skiff-like structure and the operating table. Yeah, if you like structure. I think she means to say little room that was like a casket-sized vertical box that we pushed her into. Video coming soon. Oh, and the video will be up later, you guys, so you guys have to watch it. It's super spooky. I freaked myself out all over again by watching it because I remember how I felt when I thought that we lost her. <laughs> I thought we couldn't get open the door. I was afraid that the door was not going to open. To yeah. be honest, yes. It was super spooky. And then uh, lastly, we left off on what I'm calling the fire death water, water death haunting room. Yeah. Yes. And that's kind of where we left off. Um, at this point in the day, it's probably about 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the day. So maybe a little bit earlier than that, like I said, last week we got to go um, super early. We got to do the whole behind the scenes. Heather's brother got to get us in and we got to go to so many cool places. And mm -hmm. one of those cool places was the captain's helm. So oh, yeah. that was our next stop along the way. And this is where the captain or the second in command can steer the ship from within the lower deck of the ship. So there's the the deck, deck like open air deck, like the top deck. Where the aircraft care where where the planes actually land. Yeah, the landing deck. And then like the right below strip. that there is this room at the bow of the ship. Is the bow of the front? Fuck me. I or forget. the hell. Oh, it's the helm. Captain's helm. Wait, it's the no, helm. helm. Yeah, it would be helm. No, it would be starboard. It's, it's a helm. It's the captain's helm. Front. Uh, hold on. I have to Google it now. Hold on, guys. Ship called. It is called the bow. The front? Is the bow. Yes, the front of the ship is called the bow, and the back of the ship is called the stern. Then why is it called the captain's helm? Because a helm is like um, the office, like the headquarters, like the headquarters type thing, okay. like where they can steer shit. That's yeah. why it's a captain's helm, too. Yeah. The first captain's helm is on the above, above and it's like, it's, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It is a tall... It's really so, high. So you have like where the air where the airplanes land. Yeah, and then and then there's like a, to the right. There's like a ball. It's basically like a square, and that is where they they control. Yeah, the they captain the ship. They, they captain the ship, but they drive if, it. If that Whatever. helm is, um, if they can't be up there because of um, enemy attacks, mm -hmm. or if they've blown up that part of it. Then they go into Captain Helms too, so which is below, which is below that deck, mm -hmm. and um, they go there in case something happens to that main main steering helm up top. And this is a more of like an oh no we're being attacked type location to go, mm -hmm. and there's just very small holes to see out. Um, there's like four, I think, right? Four, yeah, maybe yeah, four or five, yeah, mm -hmm. not a lot. They're very small holes to see out. 
And she can't really see as well. So They're, like, literally as big as, like, your head. Like, the like regular, a little like, bit bigger than like, your... Yeah. You can barely see out of them, but that's why it's in case of an emergency. And you can't really... Yeah, it's not like having full control of the ship and being able to see out in the vast open ocean. So that was really cool. We we Um, actually did go live while we we were in there. We did go live during that time. And it was very spotty because the internet, because we were down below a little bit, we didn't have a lot of good internet. No, we had like zero internet down below the ship, obviously, like on like the fifth or whatever level below we had like zero internet but since we were right above the water line we were able to have internet right then but it was super sketchy super spotty um and also with that they showed um you were all interested in this whenever we went to when we were touring the ship about the um the the nasa rocket oh yeah so you want to talk about that so basically what we did learn while we were um exploring the captain's helm uh two i guess it would be the second one second helm uh we did learn that they did shoot off rockets off of the aircraft carrier like for and NASA, like spaceship rockets. Yeah, and that was... Like space es- shuttles, I Yeah, guess. essentially the beginning part. I mean, there was other aspects of NASA, but that was like the beginning of NASA. Like that was in the very uh, birth of NASA where it, it there wasn't a lot going on. And that's one of the things that they did is they shot it off of the USS Midway of all places, yeah. right? So we'll post those pictures. And we, we have, have picture the pictures of yeah. the picture that's hanging there. So we will post those on the Facebook and the Instagram and Mm -hmm. whatever media that Heather decides to put it on because she is our media consultant. (laughs) <laughs> the media producer. I mean, I'm going to post them everywhere, and whether or not they get banned or shadow banned, I have no control over that. Yeah, we've been shadow banned a bunch. We have been but definitely shadow that's banned. That's definitely because we touch on touchy subjects, and the internet is... A soft, bubble-wrapped little prick that doesn't... Yeah, especially on things like YouTube and TikTok. They have really big censorships. Yeah, and I think that's such bullshit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's our social media platforms. Um, We should be able to express what we want. I mean, as far as... Not like killing people on YouTube, but... But even just saying killing people, you're supposed to say... Undeading people. They were unalived. <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry, I have a tickle in my throat. I've been starting to get sick for like three days now. I'm sorry. So don't drink after me, Heather. That's good to know. Yeah. yeah. So you <laughs> know, that's good to know. We've already been hanging out all day, but hey, that's good to know right now. That's awesome. Um, do you have anything else to talk about the captain's helm? Um, the only thing that I would say about the captain's helm, um, too, is that... I feel like the visibility was really shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess if you were used to it, then... And you have all your navigation devices and stuff, and... Yeah, there was fine. All the sonar and everything. But just as a civilian... As a civilian going in there, I would feel like I... The visibility was really bad. Like, how am I going to steer the ship and not die? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, then we move over to the damage control room. 
And this one, I really like this room. So this, the, the damage control room was also, like, the fire yes, room. Yes, the firefighters were there. That would be, like, where the firefighters would be notified if there was a fire. Yes, or anything. If water was taking on, if, if any part of the ship got damaged, um, they would... There's large maps of the ship, like, broken down, like, area by area, um, like poster size, like bigger than poster size of just, you could just flip through them. All the, all the ships and they're all over the walls were a bunch of like uh, maps of the ship. Oh yeah. And then there was, um, red lights, a board of red lights and every light was a different, um, part of the ship. So if that part of the ship was taking on water or if it got damaged in any way, or if it was on fire, they would know that light would start blinking red, and they would know, hey, we got to go check out over here. And I believe also in that area, they were able to shut off certain points. Yeah. So, like, if it was taking on, like, if there was a fire, they could somehow close access points somehow. Or with the fire. Yeah. Like I the think, water. I'm all the fire. The water. The water. <laughs> Whatever was happening to the boat, they had um, a little bit of control there. Um, so, it's just damage control. Um, we also learned that all the random numbers that you see on when you're walking through military ships, I've never been on a cruise ship, so I don't know if they have the same number system or if it looks oh. nicer. Yeah, I don't know. But here it was just like spray, not spray painted on, but stencil spray painted on. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, different, different like sections of the ship, like different numbers just randomly. And so, like, one said BIC-3, which what which stood for the section, center of the ship, and then the floor number, 3. So then you know where you are within the ship. So you're in the middle, and, yeah. And then um, then underneath it would say FR-128 to 131. This was the frame numbers of the ship. So you would know that you are between the 128th and the 131 frame numbers, which the frames are, like, the ribs of the ship. Yeah. And that way you always knew where you were because it's so easy to get lost in there. It's like a maze. It is a freaking maze. You think that you shouldn't get lost because there's only so much you can go side to side. You can only go, like, up and down the ship, you know? like No, but you can really get lost. And you can get really confused on, like, floor levels and where are you. And it's a lot like... um, I want to say it's a lot like um, a, a kid's jungle gym, like a McDonald's play place, where you go into the tunnels. Oh, and yeah. And then you, like, go up three stories, and then all of a sudden you drop down, and then, like, take the ladder down, and then you go up, and, you know, and then you're in the second story, and then you go up to the fifth story, and then you're down again. Especially with all the catwalks. Like, even when we were in, like, let's say, like, the boiler room. Yeah. Going into the boiler room, it's not like you're just in this one room, this one space. You're in the boiler room, but then there's a catwalk that leads over here. It's still all part and of the boiler room. Yeah. And then there's stairs that go up this way. And, and then you could go out. Around. I don't know about the boiler room specifically, but there was other locations where you would go in one door, you could take some steps up, and then all of a sudden you're on a different floor in a different area of the ship. Yeah. There'd be two doors in one place, in one one room, mm-hmm. which is actually really good because, because then you don't get about trapped. The fire, when the the fire happened and then the water happened, and that's why now there's two. There's, yeah. I think that's why they added all yeah. of those extra doors. 
Um, so do you have anything else to say about the damage control room? Um, the damage control room for me, I felt like if I worked in there, I would be very overwhelmed because there's so many buttons, there's so many lights, and there's so many poster board panels of the ship. Like you could just flip through, like think, think of the, um, think of the posters that you used to see at Walmart. Yeah. And you'd flip through the posters to see, or, like, maybe at Hot Topic, they still have them. And mm-hmm. you flip through the posters. That's how it was of maps, but, like, three times bigger. And then also, if you remember when they were showing us the gear that they wear, the firefighters wear, it was very, I guess, because this would be old gear that they yeah, used so back it's really then. Big it's and like bulky. It's like a gas mask, like, of, like, with a big old thing out to here. Like, a, I can't even describe it. It's like, and then even like the oxygen tank it was just, like a metal oxygen tank, but like a, which they are metal, but I mean, <laughs> it, not a cylinder. It was like a box. Yeah. Everything yeah. was like, everything it, was in that box, right? There was like, it wasn't on their yeah. backpack and it was like everything they needed was like in that box. In that oxygen. box. Yeah. It was just, we'll post pictures and videos so it you was, can kind of um, get a better idea, but it to, was v- extremely overwhelming, and with all the lights just, like, flashing and and then the different sounds and things, like, I wouldn't be able to work in there. I would be so overwhelmed. Yeah, I don't think that I could be on that ship more than we were. It so was very like overwhelming. I just had, like, an overwhelming, like, I like anxiety being in that room. Like, yeah. that's the only way I can describe it as, like, anxiety. I did not like it. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> well, that was actually the one room because we were above the water level. We were, I didn't feel so claustrophobic in that room. I it wasn't claustrophobic. Open. I it, felt like, yeah. I felt like I was fine in that room. It there wasn't. Was a lot of other yeah. rooms where I was not okay. And that one, because we were up higher, it wasn't down below. No. It was, it was actually pretty central in the ship, I believe. It, it, it wasn't that I felt that way in the sense of claustrophobic. It was just in the sense of, like, it was overstimulating. Yeah. Extremely overstimulating for me. I could not have been able to work in there. You know what I think is kind of fucked? That they have the big lips on all of the... Going through all the doors. Like, yeah. on the whole ship. I mean, this isn't just here. I just thought about it right now. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a I'm thinking foot. about annoyances. It's like a foot, almost. I'm thinking about annoyances. Between every, like, door, like, every frame, pretty much, every, like, ten feet, there's... A eight inch or ten inch mm-hmm. stoop that you have to like step over, and if you don't, then you'll trip and fall on your face. Yeah, you can't just walk. You have to. You're constantly stepping over things. Yeah, everywhere you go, you're yeah. stepping like a high step. Yeah, you're constantly you to, doing like a height step. So I couldn't imagine being in the military and having to like something happening and running through that and like having to watch out for that. You wouldn't be able to run through it. You just- like hurdles. Yeah. Like doing hurdles through mm-hmm. the ship. Eight inch hurdles. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Enough of a hurdle that it would be an annoyance. Yeah. So, moving on to the um, the bunks. Remember the room? Upstairs. Uh, well, I say it's upstairs. I don't think it was upstairs. But we go into this room. It's like the living quarters, but it had a name. I don't remember think. what my brother called it. It was the um it'll come to me. Okay, well, so the bunk the bunks were super spooky because they were just rows and rows and rows. Probably for like I don't even know how many people, a thousand people or something cuz like you lot. think about like because th- the bunks are three 
three tiered, so three people per bunk. Yeah. And just, so I was like, oh, maybe a hundred, but that'd only be 30 bucks. That's like one room. Yeah. It's not no. even. No, there would have to be more. like a thousand. It was or just more. It just seemed like it was it like was ongoing. On and on. Yeah. I don't even know if we ever got to the end of it or we just turned back and gave up. Like it was, and then there was no lights up there, and then yeah. that was where the flickering red light was, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the and the the checkered floor was pretty creepy with the red light and the checkered. Yeah. There was a red light flashing. Um, picture one of those like spooky, scary movies where it's all dark and all you see is like that like red district red light just flashing. Mm-hmm. Like, one light, like, broken. Yeah. And um, then next to all those beds, there was, like, nice... um, There were, like... um, Oh, because they would allow overnight... Those, that's where they would let kids stay. So that would, that area was actually called the Little Skipper. Do you remember now? I remember the name because I did a reel on it. Oh, okay, okay. So it was called the Little Skipper. And the thing with the Little Skipper... The scary part or the paranormal part with the little skippers, they did. Okay, so not anymore. They don't do it anymore. But they used to because they couldn't now because it's not even maintained. No. So there's like barely one light. It's red light. It's it's very, if you go to our reels and I just reposted it a couple days, I think yesterday actually or the day before. Um, so you get a good visual of what it looks like. Um, that is the area where, say, like, Girl Scouts, Boy Scouts, different organizations, the children would go there and they would stay the night or, like, on a, you know, maybe a couple field nights. Field trip or A little whatever. field yeah. trip, overnight yeah. visit. And, um, you know, it was safe then and everything. Like, there wasn't anything, like, it was maintained. Yeah. Um, and now it's definitely not maintained. And now one of the maintenance workers, um, multiple people, have seen what they can only describe as um, paranormal activity, ghosts. They've seen black shadows, specifically black shadows, mm-hmm. just a shadow of a humanoid. Human. Well, I guess we don't know what it we is. We don't know. Yeah. Interdimensional theme. Yeah. Ghost. Um, I don't know. What do you call it? Just uh, And also, we haven't even done an episode on this before, but people have done paranormal episodes on um, just there's a whole phenomenon of the black shadows, like the shadow people. Yeah. And and I don't, I we haven't even got into yeah. it, so I don't even know. But it's said, it's believed that it could be one of those black shadow people, entities, whatever, that is somehow, for whatever reason, trapped on this ship. And um, what I remember what he said is it's, they're small. Uh-huh. It's, it's, so it could... I'm like, is it a child because there was children on the ship? Or is that unrelated and it's just a small entity? Yeah. You know, I don't know. We don't know. They don't know. Nobody knows. But um, it has been reported by multiple people that there's these, like, long corridors throughout. Yeah. And um, he, it was a man, he would be walking through and then he would just see it, like, run by the end of the corridor. Uh, like just like the shadow of it 
So Heather yeah. um, talked to people. I was talking to other people. So some of her stories, like she has more different yeah. ghost stories yeah. than I have. Of that's why I'm like really wow because <laughs> that could have been. We were talking at some point. We talked to the director, and at that point, me and Heather kind of split up when we were talking mm-hmm. to people. So yeah. we talked for a good like half an hour to random people, but not together. We were separated. Yeah, we wanted to get as much information as we could from. You know, everybody's going to have people. their own perception of what yeah. they saw. Yeah. So, um, in the little skipper, there were chaperone chaperone bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Did you see those? Yeah. Do you remember going in there? Yes. And it, they had. It was like pitch black in there, right? Yeah. It was, yeah we pitch had to have black. we had to have flashlights. Yeah. And there, these were like the nice high end rooms, but there was there were still bunk beds. There was two bunk beds on each side, like like oh, two bunk beds, yeah. but like. They weren't three tiered. They were only two tiered, mm-hmm. so only four people in that room. Like it just it's how many people they can like cram into these little spot spaces. Yeah. Like yeah, it's just insane to me. It's so insane. Yeah, and it, it I mean it makes sense because think of how many bodies they have to fit on those ships. Mm-hmm. You know to be able to travel to where you know they go all over. I mean this one this one went to Vietnam. It went to the Persian Gulf. I, I mean, mean it went everywhere. Yeah, yeah had to house everyone. Yeah. So they have to really like pack everybody in like sardines. <laughs> yeah. So uh, after that, I and this might be a little out of order. But um, then after that, we went to lunch. Does that sound right? Yeah, we went to lunch uh, probably around, around that time. time. I don't remember. No, we yeah. went to lunch at like 11 because we went to lunch and then we saw the director and the director had a 12.30 meeting. Mm-hmm. But he kind of pushed it off. He pushed it off because yeah. he was talking to us. And lunch was nice. We did have lunch up on the main deck where yeah. the most most of the, oh, well, most of the people do their tours. You know, not like that. <laughs> We yeah, to, the general yeah. population where you go to Gen yeah. Pop. <laughs> we came out of the shadows. We yes, we came up and had lunch with you peasants and the peasant we, people. We stopped playing with the interdimensional beings at that point. We're like, we need a break from this. Yeah, so we had a good lunch. <laughs> And then we got to meet the director of the ship, and he just... And the historian. He had so much information. And we met the historian at that time. Yeah, we met a lot of people. We we met the historian. We met, like... The lady from housekeeping. The housekeeping lady. Like, we met a lot of people, um, but the man... He had so much information. Yeah. And um, do you... Would you love to explain to them what bomb ass is? And you can find this on all of our socials. Mm. Heather made a reel of this, like, right after we left the Well, I had to. Yeah, it was so funny. It's not every day you get to sit on a missile. On a real live active (laughs) missile. Like, that doesn't happen. But um, the the missile, they store this, like, random missile in the pantry. Not pantry. Pantry. Not in the pantry, sorry. In the cafeteria area. I remember it was the cafeteria. And then it was in the elevator shaft. And Mm. people just, like, get in the elevator shaft. You cannot go in there. No, you cannot. No, not not anybody. I mean, like, the director. Oh, yeah. The people that work there. It has, like, a a fence. Yeah, you can't go into it. And it's locked. And technically, we weren't even supposed to be in there. 
But he's like, I'm going to open this for you <laughs> if you want to go sit on it. And then I was like, sit on a bra. I'm not sitting on this. Like, is it alive? Like, is it going to go off? And he's like, no, it's safe. It's okay. We we sit with it or not sit with it, but we like ride with it. Like, they just go on the side of it and it goes up and down. Yeah. So On it, the elevator. Obviously, like, it wasn't something that the general population was allowed to do. No. But he gave us special permission. And he we took were pictures allowed. of us. Yeah, he, he was like, like give me a Let's take pictures of you on this fucking missile. Yeah, so we got to sit on the missile, and um, when we got up, we were wearing black pants, and because... It was so dusty because nobody ever touches it. No, and so we got up, and Brad was with us, and he goes... You have, um, there's white stuff all over your guys' butt. And then he's all, you guys got some bomb asses. <laughs> so we got a bomb ass. We got bomb we saw ass. On the, we sat on the bomb. And it got on our ass. Yeah, it did get on our ass. But, um, that was an experience. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never sat on or been near anything. I've never, yeah. And it's huge, too. It's like, there's some girth to it. We straddled it. <laughs> yeah. So we do have a reel on our social media that I just repost. I actually just reposted it again. Did you? Yeah, I reshared it just so oh, that yeah, way no, it'll be like fresh. That. Yeah. Um, and that's us sitting on the missile. Um, so um, that was really awesome that he let us do that. But do you remember the story that he said about that area where the missile's housed? What? So he actually had a paranormal experience himself. Oh, yeah. In that area. So, um, periodically, because this is a working um, um, museum, I guess, working museum, um, that they have to, obviously, they have to maintain it. It's a museum. And um, there was some time where pretty much it was closed, and there was only a few people on the entire uh, USS Midway. He was one of the people that was on the midway. And at that time, he was near where that missile is. And he could hear a woman's voice, clearly a woman at the time. And she was, like, screaming and wailing. I don't even want to do it, like, on the audio because it would be uh-huh. so annoying of her just, like, not really saying any words, but just, like, ah! Like, I can't even do it. Like, just, like, yeah. imagine somebody, like, screaming almost in pain and fear and just, like, and there's no, he's, like, there's no one else yeah. on this ship. The, yeah. There's, there are other people in the midway, but they're so far away from him. Yeah. And I'm, like, I remember even asking him, like, are you sure, like, people weren't fucking with you? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? And he's, like, no. It was literally just, like. Like, a paranormal experience where, like, it could have been, like, a ghost or who knows what. Like, a just a sound of somebody screaming, and it freaked him out. And he's the director, and he's been on that ship multiple times, like, alone. Like, he's it's, he's not new. Yeah. Like he, it's not, like, a new happening. Like 15 years yeah, it's not anything yeah. new for him. So, and it freaked him out to the point where he was, like, and his flashlight wasn't working. He couldn't get a oh, flashlight yeah. to no, work, and there yeah. was, like, no lights. It was, like, one light, because that's how it always is everywhere yeah. in there. There's, like, literally, like, one light going. And you're lucky if it's, it's not like, flashing. The light, <laughs> no, the light was literally, like, yeah. flickering. Yeah. And then he's, like, get me the fuck out of here. Like, this is not okay. Like, I need to go back to my office. Like, yeah. why is this happening right now? 
And that was, like, one of the experiences that he had while he was... And that was, like, not far from where that bomb was. The missile. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it made me think of it because we... The bomb ass, and that's when he started telling us that story. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then we... So they used to have... Was it overnight haunted? Um, I don't know if it was overnight, but haunted uh, like um tours, like the paranormal so, tours. The paranormal yeah. tours. They used yeah. to have those. They stopped when COVID happened, and they would do like seances in this room or whatever they would yeah, do. Yeah, they did. And all of a sudden, a little voodoo doll showed up, <laughs> and they were like, "We don't know where it came from. Guy hasn't been here in like three or four years because of COVID." Um, so, I don't know what happened, why it's here, but here it is, and I ain't touching it. Yeah. Nobody would like touch a, it. a voodoo doll. Yeah, the historian wouldn't touch it, the director wouldn't touch it, nobody, the 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 cleaning ladies wouldn't touch it, nobody. It would move on its own. Nobody it would move on its own, right? No. What? said that. That really? was hanging from the projector screen. Yeah, that's what we saw. So, so it was hanging from a projector screen. And then they would come and it would be like somewhere else and it would like be moving. Nobody would claim that like they moved it or anything. Yeah. Like, it was just like moving. But around. yeah, super spooky. And in that same area across the hall was, was the a woman's. Yeah. Oh, you're going to get it. You're going to get Yeah, there? that was one of the okay. best one. Yeah. yeah. Just like right across the hall, there's an air vent at like type thing. You put your hat, you, you go like if you, you can't go into it. But it's, um, it just, Air is just going through. You put your hand in there. You put your head in there. Whatever. You, you can just it's feel like air. Yeah, and and supposedly there's a lady in there that's like wailing and screaming and asking for um her husband. You said husband's check. She's asking for her check. The money. She's asking for a check. Mm-hmm. And it's like and and um. He even laughed and chuckled about it. Like, it sounds so weird yeah. that she's specifically asking for his money and check. But she literally is, like, that's what you hear is her saying, like, yeah. about his check. Yeah. Her husband's check. And then, um, yeah, and there's a lot of women on the ship. And it kind of concerns me because I wonder if when the ship was docked places, if military guys would, like, go get women fucked up and bring them back on the ship and, and like party and stuff and maybe accidentally they fall down elevator shafts or Ooh. or drug overdose and they get shoved into some place or taken off the boat thrown overboard i mean i don't know this is all my what i'm just thinking right now i'm thinking I the worst no i mean like especially what, back then like them, though? and not unless they put them overboard because some of those places are so tight and small, mm-hmm. like a body would start smelling really fast. Unless they threw it overboard and over the ship, oh, into the ocean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But then there's, they would come back there because that's the last place mm-hmm. they that's where they. That's where they died. Yeah. It's spooky. It's possible. And then Heather's going to post um, pictures of all, like... Not all of them, obviously, but some of the, um, on the bunk beds, there'll be, like, girls' phone numbers and, like, names and... Oh, yeah. Oh, we found... They found so much stuff. I was opening all the lockers and stuff, and, like, I thought thought that was so cool. They found keys. They found coins. Yeah. They found photographs. We got to take home some of it. We have some of the coins. We have photographs. We have pinup models. So, anytime that they would... Paintings. The pinup painting. Yeah. We haven't even gotten there yet. 
um, whenever we would find, um, whenever they, no, sorry, I was thinking about something else. Whenever yeah. they um, moved the beds, they would find, like, coins, but, like, from, like, 1930 or 40 or 50 or 60s, from like Korea or Japan or wherever they were, yeah, like all over like the, the world. 50s, yeah, yeah, coins from all over the world, pictures from all over, mm-hmm. and the director just had this big like coffee tin just of all the memorabilia. I have, or I found someone's dog tags. I don't know if yeah. I and I was gonna try to find out who they belonged to. I was gonna yeah, the dog tags, yeah, and the photographs, yeah, and we have yeah. I'm gonna post all that. Yeah. yeah. Did I take home the dog tags? We might have. He said that we could take Yeah, we could take we whatever could call we wanted. a bunch of stuff. We, but I wonder yeah. if I took home the dog tags because I really want to find the guy or the guy's family. He has a social on it. Wouldn't that be interesting if you actually found somebody related to Yeah, them? I have my dad's dog tags. Yeah. And it has a social on it. Well, yeah, that's how they... I they, never that's knew. Their, that's their identification. Yeah. It's I their ne- social. And their blood type, their social, their name, and their religion. I didn't know I had blood type. Uh-huh. No. Yeah, so that way they know right away if you need blood. It's yeah. just the name. No, yeah, it has the... type A-O as my dad's, or A or something. Yeah. Huh. I'll show you my dad's. That's interesting. Yeah. I never knew that. You, it, that way if, you get, if you're unconscious and you need a quick blood transfusion, like think of her Pearl Harbor. They didn't have yeah. time to test the fucking blood. Like, you just look oh, yeah. at it, and then if you die, then your your religion is on there, too, so they know if you if you're, if you you're need to be, like, blessed and mm-hmm. Jewish or Catholic or Baptism or Lutheran. My dad said Baptist, I think. Oh. Type A, his social, and then his name. His full name. Yeah. All of it, yeah. yeah. I knew the name and the social, but I didn't know the, the rest. Yeah, it has all of it. All that. Those four things, yeah. At least in the, he was in the Korean War, so at least in the seventies, that's what they did. Yeah, because like my grandfather was in the Marines, and my other grandfather was in the Army, but I never saw their dog tags. Like I know that they were in yeah service, but like I don't, like I don't, I never saw their like my grandma has that stuff. Or yeah, for sure. Yeah. So um, we did talk to the cleaning lady who you talked to her a lot i did but she was pretty like everybody's she was kind of spooked huh yeah every it seems she's been there for over 25 years oh my gosh so we're in san diego it's right like guys pouring out and it never rains and it's like pouring outside this is so spooky but you know what's so weird is i can hear the rain pouring but i'm looking at the window and i don't see any rain well is the skies are like black yeah. No, it's rain. It was raining earlier, but it's like pouring rain. I love it. We never get rain. We we stopped um recording earlier, and we get out and we like close up everything. <laughs> we're going to lunch. We get outside and we're like, what is? It? Heather goes, it smells like rain, and I was like, I think it's raining, and then we're like, we don't know what to do. What do we do? What do we do? What do we do? It's raining. It hasn't. Rained. April? May? Yeah, I know. It April? Hasn't for like six months. We're like, the sky is falling. <laughs> we're like so not. We don't, I don't know what we would do if we lived anywhere other than Southern California. Uh, Cry. Yeah, probably. Buy a poncho or something. Get galoshes. You notice rain so, boots. You want to hear An something? umbrella? Buy an umbrella? <laughs> you want to know something really funny? Huh. In, um, in the cars, um, I have umbrellas and ponchos 
Do you? And it never rains here, but at least it does. Oh, that's hilarious. Umbrellas and ponchos. We, we have umbrellas just because when we're <laughs> racing, Brad gets really hot in his fire suit waiting because oh, it's man. so sunny. So we put an umbrella over him to, like, cool him down. Oh to protect him from the sun, not the rain. Um, okay, so anyways, um, yeah, so the, um, the, the cleaning lady, the housekeeping lady, what did you call her? I liked your word better. What was it housekeeping? Janitor? I think I said housekeeping. Housekeeping, yeah. Yeah, what I said. Well, anyway, she had been working on the ship for, like, over, like, 20 years, like, and she was even, like, pretty tight-lipped about the ghosts and the weird happenings. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen stuff, but, like... I've heard things, I've seen things, but, like, wouldn't, nobody wanted to go into specifics. And it's almost like your brother didn't want to go to that one room. Like, it's like everyone doesn't want to talk about it because it's like they still have to go on that ship every day. Mm-hmm. So they don't want to talk about it because then well, it might summon something. If you talk about it, then it's, like, real. Yeah. And then yeah. we might, like, fuck, I talked about it and now it's going to come after me. It knows I believe, so it's going to yeah. haunt me. Yeah, especially because they have to go back. Yeah. And like work, yeah, like every day. Yeah, they don't want. They don't want to believe. Oh, the historian didn't believe any paranormal stuff. The historian was one hundred percent like like laughing it off. Like no, there is nothing. Historian was sticking to the facts of the ship, and just it was built at this time, and blah 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 blah, and just very like yeah. But anything that was like paranormal, he was just kind of like. No. Like, yeah. he didn't believe any of the paranormal stuff at all. So crazy. Yeah. No, he was not down for that. He must be agnostic. He he just, <laughs> I don't think he wanted to, he just, for whatever reason, he was not down with it. Because I was even asking him, okay, you're the historian. Like, yeah. Come on. So he's just, like, sticking What's to the facts. history? Yeah, he was all about facts. That's yeah. crazy. He didn't want to speculate on anything. Um. So then we are, should we stop now and do a part three? We are probably going to need to yeah, do a part three because just the have... amount of images and footage, footage that we've already yeah. covered, it's like I'm never going to be able to post it in a week. Yeah, no, and also I believe that. Like um, we're already to the air if, if like, we stayed, so if we um If we kept going, it would be like too much yeah it would be too much we couldn't do all this in that time all right so we are gonna sign off now and um thank you for listening to our midway part two when we come back we'll talk about the captain quarters the church um the weird handprints on the wall the oh when we went to the hull of the ship and the the decoy torpedoes we found oh yeah that has switch. to be part three yeah yeah yep, yep and then when we went below to the fridge Food pantry compartment. Uh, the food storage. The food storage. Yeah, it has to be part three. It's so okay, too much. it's too much. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for listening, and don't forget to like, share, subscribe. You do always do this. You sound great. I did right. You sound awesome. It. Perfect. And yeah. email us at conspiraciesunlocked at gmail And don't forget if you have a phenomenal fan encounter, <laughs> please do email us because we are compile compiling a new episode that I would love to possibly record within the next couple weeks. And um, more stories would be just appreciated. So thank you so much. Okay. Bye.